podcast ever. ever. Available on six platforms. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play Store, Spotify, and more. You're listening to the When Words Fail Music Speaks Podcast with James Cox and Blake Mosley. When words fail, music speaks. Interview. Hello, everybody, and welcome to When Words Fail, Music Speaks podcast. I am your handicap host, James Cox. Our next guest was born and raised in Pawnee City, Nebraska, in a small town in the southeast corner of the state with about 900 people. And that's long. That's, that's, that's a little bit of people, right? <laughs> she she completed her, her her college education in 2014. Married a man of her dreams. Sorry, boy, she she's married. <laughs> and I moved to the Nashville in early 2019. This small town girl with a big voice is making waves on the international scene, reaching number one on iTunes country single charts in South Africa with WRS. Ladies and gentlemen. Miss Savannah Nider. What's going on? Oh my God. Doing good. How are you? Good, good, good. First, I would like to, you know, again, thank you for coming on our show. Yes, thank We're you. very excited to have you. And um, the, the, my very first question I have for you, and I have for everyone else, that's we're living in a in a time where this COVID is is fucking us, and I just want to know how how are you holding up? I'm doing okay. Yeah, you know. I think everybody is probably dealing with it differently, um, but I'm doing okay. I'm, you know, with my job, I am in healthcare, and so I do deal with it every day. And I have to be very cautious of everything that I do, every move that I make. Um, but I always make sure I take, you know, the extra precautions with it. And I'm doing okay, though. Good, good. Yeah, it's always it's always a rough time, especially now. Um, now that people people are out are, are out of work. Um, uh, Absolutely. Do you have a backup job, whether um, rather than being a being a touring musician? Um, yeah, you know, I think with what is going on right now, I think it's difficult for every musician. Um, I think we're all going through the same thing. You know, sometimes I feel like, oh, why is just you know things not working out the way that I want to? And you know what, I you know, it takes me a little bit just to realize, you know, I know I'm not the only one. Right. And right. you know, it's you just have to deal with it the best you can. Um, you know, just keep pushing, don't give up, right. you know, keep pushing more for your music goals. And that is all that you can do. And that's what I'm trying to do. There you go. There you go. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's good that you're, you know, you have a good outlook on, on this. Cause I, I know a lot of people who are not like kids at all, 
you know, especially my parents because they can't come see me, you know, like like they used to. Uh, so they're really having a, I I wouldn't say like it's a tough time, but not really. You know, they're home, they're they're safe. So yeah, it's, it, right. It's, it's a good thing that you have a positive outlook on it. So yes. Um, as you were growing up, uh, who were your inspirations to start a country career or a music career? Yes. Um, growing up, I was born into a very um, music-oriented family. Uh, I grew up watching my dad um, be a very successful drummer. Um, he was in a band for a long time. I don't even remember how long he was in a band for, but I grew up as a little girl watching him every Saturday playing his band. Um, and that's kind of where I noticed, you know, I was a little bit different with music. I just got it. Um, and then that's where I started to perform. Um, I started to perform and I always sang Hit Me With Your Best Shot by Pat Benatar in my dad's <laughs> band every yeah. Saturday. And so that's when I just really realized I didn't have that fright on stage. Um, I was very comfortable and I just kind of knew as I kept getting older that this was just something that I knew I had to do. Um, and then also my brother is a phenomenal guitar player. He also sings and writes songs. And so music has just been always around me and my mom was always playing country music in the car in the kitchen when she was cooking cleaning I mean everything and so I just grew up listening to music but as far as country music my mom was just always playing it and so I grew up listening to Sugarland and Carrie Underwood and um, so many others and so as I got older it's just what I was used to and it's what I loved so I continued to go down that path. Yeah. Uh, so, so what was your mom's favorite favorite band? Oh gosh, uh, I know she likes a lot of artists, but from what I can remember, I think probably one of my mom's favorite artists is probably Celine Dion. It's not country, but <laughs> she, <laughs> she loves Celine Dion, and so and I am a huge Celine Dion fan. I, I was just listening to her today. So um, Shania Twain was another one of her big favorites, um, me as well. Yeah. Um, and I know she liked Sugarland a lot back in the day, um, but there's so many. I'd say Shania Twain is probably her biggest one. Shania Twain's a good one. Um, She's my favorite. Yeah. Oh, well, um, I, I also grew up in a house with, with music all the time, and my, and my mom's favorite one was Elvis. And oh, you couldn't get him to stop talking about Elvis so much, you know. <laughs> and well, you can't go wrong with Elvis. Though. No, no, we can't. Um, and my dad, my dad was the exact opposite of the spectrum. He loved CCR, Queen of Clearwater Revival. Oh yes, yeah, absolutely. yeah. So I grew up with a plethora of a uh, of very very eclectic tastes in, in uh, music. Wonderful. So, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, turning out towards a music career, uh, I'm I'm sure you played bars and and frequently got gigs here and there. Um, what was your first day uh, like, and were you nervous or excited? I know you said you weren't nervous at all, but uh, can you talk me to, through the first day you ever performed in front of people? Oh my gosh, the first yeah. time I actually ever performed in front of people, honestly, was when I was really little. Um, from as long as I can remember, I was always on stage. I don't remember the exact first time um, I actually performed on stage, but I know that I was singing ever since I was about four. Um, and probably the actual time I actually performed in front of a decent crowd was when I was probably about seven or eight years old. Okay. Um, 
I, I did a lot of national anthems at ball games, football games, baseball games, um, was always in talent shows, um, very active with that. Um, so ever since I was less than 10, um, so I started at a really young age and just the first time I got up there, I just, I wasn't scared and I was just in my zone and just doing what I loved. There you go. You can't ask for, you know, you, you, you can't ask for more because sometimes you just gotta, uh, just do it, you know, and see if mm-hmm. it feels right. And if it, and if it feels right, keep on doing it, you know, to your best ability. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, the, uh, so the first person who we signed you to a record deal, I think is a person by the name of Brian Cole. Am I correct? Yes, Brian Cole has been my producer ever since I have moved to Nashville. Um, yes, he's been very active with me with music, um, but I'm actually under a label called MTS. Um, right. And that is yeah. with Michael Stover, correct? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But Brian has became a really good friend of mine, and he's really helped me with my music. And um, he was really the first person when I moved to Nashville that really um, took an interest in me, um, which spoke volumes. Right. Um, and he's pretty much helped me ever since. Every time I go into the studio, he's right there with me. So, nice. yes, nice. Brian Cole has become a very good friend of mine. So uh, how did he find you or did he find him? Because I know, like, um, many musicians start out, uh, like, they, like, to play at, like, a, like, a bar or something, and a, yes. a person finds them. Uh, mm-hmm. Was it the same thing with you, or did you find him, or, like, how, like, like how did it all happen? Yeah, so my situation was a little bit different. I actually knew another musician um, prior to coming to Nashville, and her name is Joey Scott, and she's a very successful um, songwriter. She actually wrote a song for Shania Twain, um, and oh, she wow. actually introduced me to Brian. Okay. Um, so when I came down to to Nashville, um, she wanted me to come over, and she had somebody she wanted me to meet, and that's where I met Brian, and he was just awesome and he took an interest in me right away and just really reassured me of my talent and um we just became good friends after that right so did he teach you like like what what are what are some deals and don'ts of the uh, 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 of the industry because i know a lot of people like get like caught up in all the partying and you know all the bad <laughs> stuff and something, yeah something, yeah um i think what really struck brian to me um just from what I remember and just know is he was really big on my personality and that um that really meant a lot to me he he noticed my humble personality right away and so um we just were very relatable to to music um not only music but just how we are as people and um you know he did he taught me a lot you know uh the studio experience you know how to you know, speak with people when you're in the studio and just, you know, how to go about it, um, all together. And he just, he just always told me, you know, just keep that humble personality of yours and people are just always going to want to be around you, do music with you, um, surround yourself with people who believe in you. And that was a really big thing for Brian, um, was he just, he wanted me to be comfortable all the time. Um, and so my first studio experience with Brian was wonderful um i can't complain he brought in musicians that joked around with me were fun you know and that that's always you know 
when I first worked with very big musicians, you know, you have a fear of that and you want to be able to connect with people and just, you know, you want to be with people that's like you. And I felt very comfortable, very at home. And so he made that process so comfortable for me. And I just appreciated that so much. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it, it's very telling that, that that a person like Brian, um, you know, uh, looks like for you, and you know, because there's so many do, don'ts in the in the, in the industry that that not many people beginning out, you know, realize that, and you need, I, I, I guess, uh, people need to be reassured that everything is going to be okay. You know, he's got your back, and absolutely, one hundred percent. You know, so that's good. That's good. Uh, so who inspires you as a musician? Is there one band or one person that um, really? So, yeah, so Brian actually, um, he actually does play um, in a band. He's he ha- he's from Pittsburgh. And so he um, actually gets, he's actually the lead singer for Murano, um, oh, nice. which is more of like, like an 80s band. He's really big in the 80s. Good. Um, <laughs> I love the 80s. He, yeah. <laughs> he has, uh, Brian has a phenomenal voice. He is your typical, like, sings all the journey, foreigner, like he, he can sing um you know he i think he is still trying to do more solo stuff for himself which is wonderful right um but yeah he does sing in a band um i think he's also doing a solo album right now so you know even with his own solo career i hope that he does he does well as right. also yeah. So. Yeah. so i do follow you on facebook <laughs> and uh well, I, thank you yeah overall <laughs> yeah we, um so i hope you don't mind us talking about this but uh you're one of your last posts was of, um, I think, an elderly woman in a, in a home, and she uh, wrote you a note. And uh, yes. can you can you tell the people about that? Because I think that 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 music speaks to everybody, you know. And I just think that that was a touching story for me. But I just want you to tell all you know the um, the listeners about about that because that's very very deep. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So my husband is a respiratory therapist and he came home one day from work and he goes, Hey, I need you to see this. And he pulled just a note out of his pocket and he goes, um, I had a patient, um, that I had listened to some of your music. Um, and they wrote this for you. And so he pulled it out and I read it and it just, I mean, that just was such a humbling moment. And, you know, I know my husband speaks very highly of me, but I didn't realize that he always, you know, he, would. he always comes home and says, Hey, I showed this person your song, or I was talking about this person about you. And, you know, my husband is just incredible. And he has always supported my music. And, you know, when he brought that home, I just said, for one, thank you for, for showing them my music. You know, you didn't have to do that, but you did. Right. And when I saw that note, I was just like, you know what? people who don't even know you can be moved by your music, even if they don't know you, right. you know, and that it was just so cool. And I read, I was like, you know what? I have to post this. I want to show people, you know, how music really can touch people and they don't have to know you. They just have to hear you. Yeah. And that's all that it takes. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that was a real touching story to me and I, you know, and I, and I wanted you to explain more in detail about it. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that was a really good story. Cause, uh, most most people don't believe that music can touch people and help people, you know, get over their fears, um, depression, and just, just music does does wonders for for everybody, you know. That I'm not mm-hmm. sure that, he, that more people know know about. 
So uh, thank you for that. Yes, um, absolutely. Your single, uh, We Are Us, hit number one, right? Yes, right. You're right. <laughs> All right. So, so um, where were you in and, and how did this song come about? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, when I heard that it went number one in South Africa, I I believe I had gotten a message from Michael yeah. and it was like, Hey Savannah, you know, you need to check it out. And I said, what? And I had no idea. And I was, I was kind of shocked and I was also on cloud nine at the same time. Yeah. Um, and we're us. I love we're us because it can relate to so many people in so many different ways. Yeah. And I always told myself, uh, one of my goals when I would put out music is that I want everybody to be able to relate to what I am saying. Right. You know, you, you can write about personal experiences. Um, everybody does that, you know, in the music industry and that is great. But at the same time, you have to make sure that it relates to everybody on the outside, not just yourself. And when I heard we are us, I was like, I know I have to record this. Right. I, you know, it's just, it's beautiful. It's, it's very black and white, you know, we're us it can mean so many different things, you know, you put it in, you can put it into your own perspective. It could be about your family, your pets, um, a loved one that you lost. Um, and that's the beauty of it is people can perceive it in their own unique way. And I just knew that, you know, the world had to hear it. And I knew that it was going to touch a lot of people and therefore that touched me. So, um, it hit number one in South Africa. Um, do you have any? Uh, well, well, um, um, did you expect uh, like like a song like that to hit South Africa first for number one? No, I never. I mean, not at all. Yeah. I mean, I I didn't expect for it to reach number one in general. You know, <laughs> the music industry is just so hard, and I don't expect. Um, I don't expect you know things like that. You know, I I just wanted to put the music out there, and if it did well that is wonderful but i yeah. never expected that to happen especially in south africa um so you know what that's just so cool that you know even people internationally are hearing my song and that is just cool in and of itself yeah. so yeah. um what why do you think that it took so well um as much of a, of a, of a response that it did there because um, i, you know, cause, cause I, I know that song speaks to everybody but I'm just wondering why it took off so well there instead of other, you know, Canada or or here, you know. Absolutely. You know, I, the other thing is, you know, my song also got released during the pandemic as well. And I think, um, you know, when you hear the song, like, you know, I didn't expect for a pandemic to hit, you know, after I released this song. <laughs> Nobody and did. So, <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, when you also hear Where Us, it, you know, we're going through a really, um, trembling time right now Mm -hmm. and you know hopefully my song uplifted people so you know maybe there was a sign that you know i was supposed to go number one in south africa you know maybe tons of people were hearing it and they needed that uplifting song and you know what south africa was just the place and you know what i just i think god works in mysterious ways and i thanked god every day when i heard that that happened and i was so happy um, and you know what? I just took it all in and I just feel so blessed, um, with how well the song has done. And, um, I just can't thank my supporters enough. My family, friends, um, especially Michael, he has done a lot for me. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm just 
so grateful. Yeah. Well, I got to give um, give you some props on your voice. Your voice is uh, it's like very powerful <laughs> and moving. And I want to know if I was to uh, if if you were to teach me anything about singing first. What are some some uh, things that you could teach somebody to actually sing better or just sing it for the first time? Yeah, you know, I think, you know, people who sing, you know, everybody sounds different. Um, I think my biggest lesson that I've learned just with singing is just to, to listen. Um, you know, people have a voice or they don't have a voice, you know, everybody is different. So, you know, when it comes to voice lessons, you know, depending on what, you know, people would need, you know, you have to work on tone, your vowel sounds, um, softness, dynamics. There's so much that goes into it. And a lot of that just has to do with your instinct. You know, do you just have that creative mind to catch on to things like that? Um, And that's just something that came so easy to me um when I started to sing as I just knew that when I would hear an artist I could copy that um the softness the dynamics you know etc and so um you know singing is so beautiful it's a beautiful thing and um you know I always encourage people you know some people say hey you know I can't sing and I said you know what if you love to sing do it anyway you know who cares what other people think and I think that's always the mentality that I have started to have in music is I know that I have um, that rare ability to interpret a song in a certain way. And um, I'm forever going to be grateful that I have the ability to do that. And so I hope to sing for as long as I can. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Um, uh, You do play guitar and um, as well as every country uh, musician and, and, uh, how how long did it take you to learn? Was did it just come easy as as your um, vocals, or did you have to take time with it? Yeah, so I um, I actually don't actively play um, the guitar, but I know that I need to actually learn how to play the guitar a little okay. bit more. Um, and as well as the piano, I've always wanted to learn the piano as well. And um, so whenever I do music, um, Facebook lives, Instagram lives, um, that sort of thing, I always usually have a guitarist that I resort to and his name is Randall and he is awesome. And he's became a pretty good friend of mine and he lives right next to me. So it's super convenient. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's really convenient. And yeah. you know, there's a lot of other musicians that I know, um, um, that accompany me with that. So, um, but yeah, with vocals, it just, it wasn't something that I really had to learn. You know, I, I did voice lessons when I was younger, when I was about 10 years old. Um, and they tried getting me to go like opera and stuff like that. And that was just not happening. (laughs) That's not something that I wanted to do. Um, but I just understood it. It just came simple to me. And, you know, I can't really explain it into words. Um, but I just, I understand the language and I understand how to do it. And it's just an amazing gift from God. Yeah. Um, at, at, at the beginning of the interview, uh, you said that your dad was a drummer. Um, yes. Did he kind of encourage you to play it or did you just not want to play it? Yeah. In, in so the- my dad is an amazing person and I I remember the first time I saw him get back there on the drums and I was just like mesmerized by it. And I'm like, how does somebody move that fast and does <laughs> right. all those things all at once? Yeah. And I was like, so confused by it. 
And he was like, come on, Sav, you know, he'd always want me to get back there and, you know, bang around on it a little bit. And, um, you know, I could always do the basic rhythms and stuff. And um, then there was one day not too long ago, I would say probably less than a year ago, you know, I went home back to Nebraska and um, I got back on there and I started to play a little bit of Wipeout. Um, that rhythm with playing Wipeout. And he's just like, how did you know how to do this? I said, I don't know. Probably from watching you. Oh, so, no. Right on. Um, yeah. But yeah, he, uh, he always encouraged us to to get back there and do it. And But the one that caught on the most was my brother. My yeah. brother is incredible at playing the drums. He is so amazing at it and watching him and my dad do like battles and stuff like that it is just so cool to watch them just go at it and it's awesome so what what kind of music does your um um um, brother listen to is he like a a metalhead or like a you know kind of kind of like a rock guy he uh he is a big country guy um likes a lot of the newer stuff and his tone of voice is a lot more of a kind of like a Chris Young, um, kind of Brett Eldridge kind of voice. So he okay. has that really um, pretty erotic uh, country voice. Um, and he, you know, but he he is the guy to where if you played a song, he'd know it. Oh, He's, right. you know, he could win a contest. If you threw out and said, hey, here's the name of the song, he would know the artist. Like yeah. he is such a knowledgeable guy and he, He's always been the guy that's taught me to listen, you know, listen to the lyrics, um, listen to what they're talking about. And I think that's a lot what I learned from Austin. Um, he was always a listener. You know, I was always the one that wanted to listen to the beat of the song and I just wanted to sing the words that I knew. But he was always the one that said, you know, stop and listen to what they're saying. Right. Like, this is what it's about. And but my gosh, the guy is a guru at knowing every artist every song by that artist i mean he's just he's so knowledgeable with with that sort of thing in music and his songwriting is just amazing it's uh he he knows how to put words into a song and uh he he has been a big inspiration for me too you know pushing me um pushing me to get into the writing and i've really just i've learned a lot from him just in general with music Well, I can tell you this. If I was to play your brother against in, in Jeopardy, he would kick my butt in music. Uh, I know <laughs> a lot smart. I know a lot about music and bands and songs and yeah. da 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 but I'm but I don't mm-hmm. know. I like like cuz there's a lot of bands I don't know of, you know, but there's a lot, a lot of bands I do know of and sometimes I'm like Yeah. Sometimes like I have friends like how do you yeah. know that? I'm like I just know I just know it. I don't know. I <laughs> no, have no Austin's idea. Just you know? smart with so many different categories, but especially with music i had just known every single time i'm in the car with him a song comes and a song comes on he knows every word and i'm like i've hardly even heard this song and he's like yeah i listened to it a couple times and i already have the you know lyrics memorized that's kind of like like my sister is like because it makes me so mad (laughs) you know know? and that's a that's an amazing talent in and of itself right for people who can who can learn lyrics so fast right yeah. Um, so that's a that's an amazing talent for some people as well. Um, now, uh, now, when you're singing live, do you have uh, trouble uh, uh, remembering your lyrics, or do you have like a like a lyric sheet that you are? Uh, um, how does that? Yeah, or, normally no. Normally okay. I sing all by memory. Um, right. 
I can read sheet music. Um, I was always very active with, you know, band in high school. And um, so I do know how to read sheet music very well, but um, I prefer to learn um, by memory. And then I always just put my own spin on the song. So normally if I'm playing with, you know, a good pianist or a good guitarist, usually they can change it into my key however I need it. Right. Um, and then I just go, but I, I don't think there's ever been a time performing to where I've ever forgotten the words. Thank goodness. Knock on wood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's hope that never happens, uh, but you know, if it did, Hey, it happens. So, um, yeah. It's awesome that you said that you put a new spin on words. Cause I don't like going to concerts and seeing and hearing the same thing that's on a CD. I want to hear in live and, you know, kind of make their, make up their own kind of thing uh-huh. with it. Your own rendition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like, cause I, cause I saw Disturbed and I, and, I, and I didn't like them too much because they played this luckily their CD. I'm like, you guys got to, you know, get it up there and, you know, yeah. But, yeah, like I can't stand yeah. you all, you know, because if I want to listen to CD, I'll go home and play it, you know, I don't, you know, so, you, you, right. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you want somewhere you want them to stand out and be different. Yeah, because yeah. it's live, you know, it's all yeah, like, like pop in and you're, you know, you're excited to see them and. When I hear the same thing that the CD gives me, it's like, oh man, come on, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah is, I yeah. know what you mean. Yeah. Um, a few more questions for you. Um, sure. So, what advice would you give inspiring musicians to want to pursue their career in music? I think my biggest thing with music is to keep going. Yes. Don't give up because in the music industry nowadays, it's very competitive and it's very difficult. Um, But what I have learned from growing up, all the people who have inspired me, pushed me, told me that I deserve to be here, take that to heart. Um, Especially the ones who have always been your supporters. Um, Like in my case, my parents, my husband, my siblings, my close friends, you know, they have never once told me that, no, you don't belong here. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is to just keep your personality. Don't lose that. Um, I, I am told that over and over again by people who give me phone calls, send me messages. They're just like, God, you're just the sweetest girl. You know, if, if something does happen for you, don't lose your roots. Don't lose where you came from. Don't lose that grounded personality that your parents taught you to have. Um, so I, that would be my biggest thing. Um, you know, be true to who you are, be yourself. Um, and just, if you know your talent, then you know that you deserve to do what you're supposed to do. Yeah. And that would be my advice. I agree. I agree. Um, I I know that you said that it's, that it's hard business to get into, but nowadays, it's. Do you think it's slightly easier for 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 musicians now now that they can record at home, edit their own uh, tracks, and just get it out of the iTunes with the click of a button? Yeah, you know, music has really evolved yeah. um, throughout the years, and there's so many different ways to to be successful in music. Um, as far as you know, a lot of things are technology based, very digital. Um, you know, you go into the studio. You know, it's music has really advanced a lot, and 
you know, I think a lot of it is still um, connection based, you know, who do you know? Um, you know, you can always do, you know, social media stuff, you know, your Instagram lives, Facebook lives. Um, you can always do that super easy. Do it, you know, do that all the time. Uh, you know, but when it comes to really advancing, I think, um, having connections is very vital and, um, I have been very blessed with that. Um, you know, it's just a matter of time of, you know, having that good song with the right person at the right time. It all has to come together. And, um, actually living in Nashville, I have learned that that statement is very true. Um, you can't just, you know, you know, Oh, I wrote a song in a night, you know, let's go record it. And I think it's going to go number one, you know, yeah, it doesn't yeah. happen like that, no. you know, <laughs> maybe in freak occurrences, maybe, but yeah. you know, it all has to come full circle. Right. Um, so yeah, you know, technology with music has really advanced and I think, um, whatever Avenue takes you there, just be grateful for that. Yeah. So we've heard the single "We Are Us." Is there is there going to be a, like a full length album out pretty soon? Or so when it? yeah, so when I released um, "We Are Us," I also did a couple others, and I'm actually um, going to be releasing um, another one very very soon, um, probably within the next month or so. Nice. Um, hopefully by the end of October. Um, I actually just put a little teaser post out there not too long ago, okay. um, possibly about what might be in the title of the song. Um, so I'm super excited to release it. It's one of my favorites. It's a little bit different. Um, shows my different side of me a little bit. It's kind of darker, um, mysterious, and it's perfect for the Halloween time. Yes. So, yes. um, yeah, playing it that way. Yeah. <laughs> good. good. And, uh, so I'm really excited for it, but it, it really shows, um, just the different dynamics in my voice and, um, all the different things that I can do. And so I'm really excited to see people's feedback on it. And, um, so that's my next one coming out soon. So nice. I'm really excited about it. Nice. Do, do you have any plans for Halloween? Are you going down or staying in or watching you know, movies? Yeah, <laughs> I think I am. Um, we are, me and my husband are going to go down to a family friend of ours um, in Chattanooga. So I think we're going to go down there with his family and he's got um, a kid down there. And I think um, we may just like barbecue. We may go see if we can do a haunted house or something like that. Um, but yeah, I think we're going to spend some time with some close friends. So it should be a good time. Always fun. Always fun. Our last question for you. Um, where can the good people of Earth find you? I know you're on Absolutely. Facebook. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. I am on. <laughs> yes. Yes. I am on Facebook, Instagram, um, and it's at Savannah underscore Niter. Um, everybody, please follow me. That is where I stay very active with everything that I'm doing, not just in music, but with my personal life as well. Um, so I'd really appreciate your follows. Um, I'm also on YouTube. I have a YouTube channel that I post all my videos on. I usually try to keep pretty up to date with that. Um, and then I also have a website at savannahnidermusic.com. And then my music, when it gets released, I will always post it on social media. So everybody will always know about it. And my music always gets posted on all social media platforms. Um, YouTube, Pandora, Spotify, Instagram, Facebook, everything. Um, and I'll always make sure people know how to find it. And um, I hope that I always get your guys' support with my music and... We'll see where life takes me with the music, and I hope it's just up and at him from here. So, yes, ma'am. And I will be sure to listen to your new single and get your new album 
Oh, one more question. Is that <laughs> is that record going to be on, on, on vinyl? Because I'm a big vinyl collector. Oh, yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, you know, I'm not sure the exact process of how the song is going to get released. Okay. Um, it, my Wear Us was released by the Women of Country um, this last time around, so I'm not sure what Michael's exact plan is for it, but I will make sure everybody knows um, exactly how it's getting released. Maybe it'll be something fun like the Women of Country again. They wanted to release my song the first time, so I guess we'll see, but I'll make sure everybody knows. So Nice, nice. Well, thank you so much for coming on, and I yes, hope, do hope that you come back later on to, you know, when, when your full album comes out, and we'll talk about it more. You know. Absolutely. Yes, thank you so much. You're welcome. Okay, thank you. Yes, thank you. You have a good one, okay? Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Okay, bye-bye. You've been listening to the When Words Fail Music Speaks podcast. Stay tuned for more, and thank you for listening.